We already know that mamas make a whole lot of decisions throughout the day. And by the time it gets to dinner, you're probably exhausted from all the decisions you've had to make, from all the things you were doing, from just being a productive mama all day long. And during time, gets exhausting when you gotta decide, what am I making for the family? So in today's episode, I'm gonna give you a par tip on five lazy dinner hacks for the productive moms. And this is to also give you permission because you really don't need permission from me. Maybe you just gotta give permission for yourself <laughs> to just sometimes let dinner be lazy. And it still can be nutritious. It still can be good. It can still be delicious but it doesn't have to be hard work. So we are gonna flow right in to this episode because it's a power tip and I just wanna give it to you just in case you need a lazy dinner for tonight. (laughs) And you're like, oh, I needed this today. So let's jump right into this power tip episode. Now, I'm gonna tell you, I love to cook and you may not love to cook and that is fine because this lazy dinner hacks includes things for all types of mamas. I am here to not judge you if you like to be in the kitchen, if you like to make homemade meals, if you do not like doing any of those things, that is not what this episode is about. What it really is about is what you can do and have ready in your kitchen to make a dinner that's super quick, fast and simple with little effort for your entire family. And just in case you didn't know, I am a mama of five. I have a hubby who loves to eat. (laughs) And we have a big family that we have to cook for. So I had to start incorporating some of these lazy dinner hacks into my lifestyle or else I would get exhausted cooking home-cooked meals every single night. Now, I'm going to tell you, I have meal planned, not meal prepped, meal planned, an entire month of dinners before and I loved how it worked like I always had a go-to and I always used it and I'm gonna be honest I have strayed away from that just because I became a little lazy not to the point that I just didn't like doing it is I couldn't find time by the time I realized oh I need to do my meal plan my brain just stopped working for the day or whatever it was so I haven't done that in a few months but I was still able to continue to make dinners and have dinners ready to go by the time my hubby comes home, which is about five to six o'clock in the evening. We are early dinner eaters in this household. So I have to have dinner by then because my hubby is hungry by the time he gets home. And that's usually about the time my kids are hungry. So that's why I needed some of these dinner hacks in my life. And I didn't realize they were dinner hacks until I did it over and over and over again. And I realized how it has simplified my life. So we're going to jump into it. There's five of them. The first one is to include, I call it the fast three. And the reason why I call it the fast three is because all three of them individually are very quick to make. So that means you make a full meal. And when I say a full meal, I'm saying you're trying to include as much on your plate like as much color on your plate as possible so number one out of the fast three in my head or book or refrigerator whatever you want to call it is any type of pan fried sausage and 
This can be any of your favorite sausage. We love sausages from uh, what you call it, Costco and Trader Joe's. That's our go-to. We'll go and get, I don't even know the names of them, but we buy them in bulk. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about when you go down the sausage aisle in Costco. And there's some delicious ones from chicken sausages to ones with pork and beef and whatever floats your boat, whatever you want. And the reason why I love sausages is because they're easy to make, meaning this is how I cook them. I open it up, I cut it into um, little rounds and I just throw it in the pan with a little bit of EVOO and I fry it. And once they're fried on both sides, they're done. I do not add anything else to it. I do not do anything else. We have sausages. There's our protein, done. Number two of the fast three, this is my favorite. It's Trader Joe's fried rice. And I will tell you, I make some mean fried rice from scratch, but sometimes I don't have time to actually cook the rice and wait for the rice to finish cooking and then cook the fried rice. Sometimes I need something quick and ready to go. And I love Trader Joe's fried rice, the vegetable one. I can't really do the chicken one. I love the vegetable one. It's a good base. So when I say base, that's not how I eat it. That's not how we, you know, finish it off in this house. I add seasoning into it. I add some soy sauce, what we call it, show you, show you. And then I also add um, some oyster sauce or some other kind of um, sauces that are already in my refrigerator. So whatever you have in your fridge that you can put into your fried rice to give it a little bit more flavor, that's all it is. That Trader Joe's fried rice, I just put it into my wok. I add the seasoning. It's frozen, by the way. It's frozen fried rice and veggies. I throw it in there. Within six minutes, we have cooked yummy fried rice. If you want, you can throw the sausages right in there. And now you have fried rice and sausages. But I usually just have that on the side. I have sausages. And then the last one is frozen veggies. Yes, we do frozen veggies in this house all the time. I do not have time sometimes to just make fresh veggies, cut it up and have it ready to go. Frozen veggies, it's our jam. I just, I like the ones that you can put in the micro for like six minutes and they're ready to go. If not, you can just have another saucepan on your stove while you're making the sausage or the fried rice and you can just have it steaming right there next to you. Within five to six minutes, it's done. I drain it and then I season it. I season everything. I feel like a lot of people just leave it bland and they're like, it wasn't that good. Of course not. <laughs> Put some seasoning on it. My go-to seasoning is from Trader Joe's. 21 seasoning and the green goddess. I love the combo of both of that and with a little bit of salt on top of any of the frozen veggies that I have in my refrigerator. When they're done cooking, you just season it up, toss it, good to go. And that is the meal. That is the quick meal. If you want to like up it up, <laughs> I usually have three different sausages in my fridge at one time. Why? Because now I can rotate through the three. I will always have fried rice and frozen veggies, but the meat will change it up. And then we can have that at least twice a week, three times if I'm really lazy, but it's good to go. All right. Second one, when you make a big pot meal. So think about like spaghetti sauce, chili, stews, soups, make extra. Like double your recipe. And I know maybe you've heard about this. Yes, it actually works. Double your recipe. And that way you serve that, you know, the first half to your family. And then the next half, you freeze it. 
freeze it up, put it in um, gallon size Ziploc bags, freezer Ziploc bags, make sure you label it because when things become frozen, you probably might not remember what it is, especially if it's a, like a spaghetti sauce, chili stew, like they all start kind of blending and looking the same color. <laughs> yeah, just put it in a freezer bag. You have an instant meal. Like even if it's frozen, this is what I do. If I forget to pull it out of the refrigerator, I take out the entire bag, I get some warm water and put it in a pot and I put that entire bag in the pot just so that the outside of the bag starts defrosting a bit. And then um, when, when it starts to just defrost just enough, like it doesn't have to be completely unfrozen, you can at least remove it from the bag. You can put it on your stove in a pot on like a, a medium to low setting and then you can reheat that in that pot and you'll have your easy go-to meal and it'll be delicious because you know that how it tastes already because you already had that meal before whether it's a week prior two weeks a month before yes already done for you you just gotta kind of simmer and stir simmer and stir until it's ready to go if anything that you would have to work quote unquote to do is if you're like making a spaghetti sauce and you need some pasta or noodles to boil next to it. But other than that, done for you. That's why I feel like it's so lazy but good, right? The other thing that I would um, give you a tip on for this part, the big pot meal, is organize your freezer so that you have like a section of it, whether it's using bins, but you have a section where it's all your like one pot frozen dinners ready to go or at least all your pre-made dinners ready to go in your freezer so if you needed something really quick to get to if you needed something that you just didn't want to like stand by the stove way too long for you have a section in your freezer ready like for that and so that's what we have so kind of rewinding before you actually kind of stack it up in this section make sure you freeze your big pot stuff flat and the reason is that way you have (laughs) once it's frozen it's a flat ziploc bag versus trying to like freeze it um whatever side like whatever way it lands in the freezer because if not then it's not going to be easier to store or very easy to store so freeze the big pot meal in the ziploc bag flat and then from there once it's frozen stand it up in the section that you designate in your freezer, and then you can definitely just have something easy to grab. All right, number three, since I was already speaking about big pot meals and I mentioned some soups in there, soup and sandwiches is one of our favorite meals and they are so simple. So this is what I would recommend for this part. Yes, you probably make a delicious homemade soup or whatever it is, Make sure you save and make make extra and save that in your freezer. But also go and taste some pre-made soups at your favorite place. Like I said, we love Trader Joe's in our area. So I will go and try their different pre-made soups. What I do though is, you know, I elevate it. I change it up. I add little spices or things make it a little bit more creamier. So sometimes I add milk into it. Whatever that soup is, I just think of it as a base. I don't think of it as the end product. I feel like a lot of people think these pre-made soups are the end product. No, 
make it into something more. Put your flavor into it. And then that way you have an elevated soup. So we do this with, um, I think it's the roasted tomato soup at Trader Joe's. We really love that one. And I have that in my pantry on the shelf, ready to grab. And then every time I make it, I just add a little bit more into it. And that's what our family loves to eat on some nights. And it's so simple. It's like literally pour in the pot, add a little bit. Like I like to add a little bit of milk and seasoning in there. And then you just heat it up, stir and heat it up. And then on the side, we have sandwiches. So a lot of people feel like sandwiches can sometimes just be for lunch. Nope, not us. We feel like sandwiches can be any time of the day. So I have some cold cut meats, sliced cheese already in my fridge. And what we do is we have a George Foreman grill and we up our game with our sandwiches and we turn everything into a panini. We love crispy sandwiches. And that in itself takes less than, what, 15 minutes to heat up some sandwiches, heat up the soup at the same time. Done. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Minimum um, ingredients that you probably already have in your house. So that is my other hack. Like have some soups, try some out, you know, in your area, whatever your favorite store is. Try one. If it's not your thing, like you tried to make it better, then that's fine. But at least try a few and see if there's something that you can at least stock up on. All right. Number four, going back to something similar like um, making extra of the big pot meal. Number four is make extra of meats, like any meats that you cook. So I'm going to give you some ideas because you can do the same thing. You can freeze them and then you can reheat them, whether it... It's in the air fryer or in the oven. I have a big family, so I got to tell you, like, to make this quick, I can't put it in my air fryer. My air fryer is way too small, but I can put it in my oven. And then what I usually do to kind of mimic an air fryer, I put the meats on top of my, um, what is that called? It's not the cooling um, sheets. It's not a cooling sheet. What is that thing? Cooling rack. A cooling rack. (laughs) So I have my um, pan, like a, you know, a cookie sheet, and then I put the cooling rack on top of that, and then I lay out the meats on top of that, the frozen meats. So when I put it in the oven, all that heat goes around the entire thing and, you know, reheats it up pretty evenly. So that's a kind of tip for you. But you're like, wait, you cook meats and then you freeze them? Yep. So think the same thing, like, A lot of the things that you buy in Costco, Trader Joe's, Safeway, wherever you shop, a lot of like the chicken nuggets, the chicken strips, the um, whatever else is in the refrigerator or freezer, it's already pre-cooked. So think about it. Why can't you do the same thing? And that's exactly what we do. So for example, I usually buy one of those humongous bags from Costco of uh, chicken wings. We love chicken wings in this house. And what I do is I cook a bunch of them. I cook a whole lot. (laughs) And it's because my kids love chicken. My husband loves chicken and they all love the wings and I like to make them crispy. Anyways, I make like two to three times as much. And that thing is huge. That bag of chicken is huge. But the whole thing is I know we're going to have a ton of extra. So what I do is I make a whole lot. So you put the effort in that first time. The first time you make it, you make a whole ton. And then same thing, 
throw it in freezer bags, throw it all in freezer bags, label it, and you can just reheat it in the oven. What? And now you don't have to do all that labor you did the first time when you were initially cooking it. It's done for you. And when you reheat it up, it's good to go, guys. I love this one because we love meats in this house. So I've done it with all types of chicken, from drumsticks to wings to thighs. I've done it with ribs. Yes, you can do it with ribs too. They sell a lot of pre-cooked ribs in the store. You can do it yourself with your own seasoning and your own flavor. You can do the same thing. I've also done this with um, like pan-fried pork or stir-fry kind of meats where they're all chopped up and you're like, wait, how did that work? It actually came out really yummy. Why? Because I would refreeze them and then what I would do is instead of heating it back in the oven, I would heat it back on the frying pan. Basically just let it slowly heat up or you can let it defrost in your refrigerator most of the day and then take it out and then boom, easy peasy meats ready to go with your dinner. And like I said, a lot for this, um, when I have pre-cooked meats that I'm just reheating in the um, oven or on the stove real quick, I usually just pair it with like rice, maybe some kind of breads. Our go-to is sliced bread. So we have a lot of sliced bread in this house, but I toast it and then I add some butter and some garlic seasoning and I put it back in the toaster and then you have instant garlic toast to go with your food. So that's the other thing. I try to pair it with some kind of starch and then some kind of veggies too. So always having our go-to from the fast three, some frozen veggies. And if you want to change up your starch, you can always do that with some sliced bread, hey, or some rice. Now for the last one, dinner hack, this is our favorite. We love appetizer dinners and I have no mom guilt. <laughs> No mom guilt in making pre-frozen whatever is in my freezer kind of thing. And yes, we have mozzarella sticks in our freezer. We have chicken strips in my freezer. We have, sometimes we make quesadillas or grilled cheese in our uh, George Farming Grill. That's not usually in my freezer, but that's really quick to make. And we just have like I want to say like, you know how when you go in the restaurant, there's like the trio appetizer or whatever. We have that. We have a platter of different types of food. And then I definitely throw in either like a salad or some veggies, like stir fry veggies, or our go-to is just, you know, cutting up some fresh veggies to kind of dip and eat. And we have an appetizer dinner. Yes, guys, you should try it sometimes. <laughs> I sometimes have french fries in my freezer and it's like basically the best appetizers that you can have because it's what your family already loves and I just make a whole bunch of it and what I do is majority of like the things that we make like I mentioned prior goes in the oven so I just put it all out in my cookie sheet pans or whatever baking pans and put it in my oven and I just let it cook and I kind of check on whatever is finishes first. So like mozzarella sticks finishes first. So I usually try to put that in its own separate little pan and I kind of put it at the tail end of the rest. So they're all done at the same time. That way, when you take it all out of the oven, they have all these things to choose from. And you can just make a full meal out of all appetizers. 
Um, I feel like that's one of the laziest dinners to have, but it's so delicious. We love doing that one on movie nights because then you have like appetizers and popcorn and whatever and you're watching movies and it's such a good, yummy way to just watch a movie. I'm just saying. You feel like you're in a movie theater with all these things happening in front of you, right? I'm just saying. No judgment here. We love appetizer dinners. And if you haven't tried it yet, you should definitely add that one to your dinner nights. All right, my friends, I'm going to go back and just recap the five. So number one is include the fast three for a quick meal. So fast three would be like some kind of pan fried sausage, some kind of fried rice. If you have Trader Joe's, definitely go get theirs and some kind of frozen veggies that will make the quickest meal for you. Number two, make extra of a big pot meal. Work hard one time, you know, reap the benefits more than that. Number three, soups and sandwiches. And if you do not know how to make a soup, go and taste. Like just buy a can or a box or whatever it is of some pre-made soups and taste it out. See what you like, see what you don't like. And then you can have a stock of some kind of soup in your um, pantry and then whatever your favorite sandwich is. Use that. You can elevate it from lunch, just being from a cold sandwich to a hot sandwich at night. Number four, make extra of pre-cooked meats because I feel like that's what takes the longest. It's usually not the starch. It's usually not the veggies. It's the meat. The protein of your meal takes the longest of your dinners. Hey, make a whole bunch that's extra. I forgot to even mention, you can even make a double the roast. Like if you love making roast, instead of making one at one time, make two. That way while it's cooking, you have two or maybe three dinners, depending on how much meat you make, and you can freeze that. Yes, you can. Totally freeze it, reheat it, good to go. Um, and number five, my favorite, appetizer dinner. If you haven't had appetizer dinner yet, definitely go and find your favorite, you know, finger picking kind of food and then put it all together it doesn't have to match trust me your kids will eat no matter what because <laughs> they would think that's the best dinner ever and you realize like wow you get full out of all of these things anyways that was my power tip so i definitely wanted to give you as much as i could i'll think of more i'll think of more stuff for dinners and whatever hacks that i have to help you out mamas to make your life a bit more simple so that you can be productive in other areas. And if you have questions or if you have a topic you would like me to dive deeper into, the best place to contact me is on Instagram at Kavai underscore Aquin. That's K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. All right, I will see you on the next one. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Kavai.